So let's say someone builds a time machine. My life has been filled with tragedies, most of which never happened. We think, oh, I'm going to feel so bad and oh, this shouldn't end and I'll feel so horrible. Because they are the way they are anyway, even if I don't accept them, they're still the way they are. I mean, what's the point in us? arguing with the movie. I don't have any opinions of what they're saying, what they're doing. I'm just watching as a detached observer. I'm just radically accepting. Welcome to this beautiful episode on being in the present moment, enjoying the present moment, no matter what it is, being right here, right now. Because if we're not here, where are we? We're in the future, thinking about something that is may or may not actually happen, or in the past, you know, thinking about all the things that we wish we could change. So we're going to learn how to be fully here right now with what's going on and how this can completely change our life. Welcome, welcome, Shireen. Lovely to see you. Hello, Michael. It's always a pleasure being here. I want you to visualize a scenario. Oh, all right. So let's say these time machines that Hollywood is so, <laughs> you they know. They love time machines. Enamored, uh, That's right. <laughs> enamored by, okay. And you sit in the time machine and you decide to go anywhere in time, mm -hmm. anywhere. So let's say you go into the future. Where are you arriving are you asking in the me present moment? You're asking me where I'd go if I had a time machine? Yeah, no, 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 no. You're going somewhere. It doesn't matter where you're going. Wherever you're going, where are you arriving? You're arriving in the present moment. Think that's about true. it. That's true. You go anywhere, that's where you have to be. You're in the present moment. That's very interesting. Yeah, if you go in, in thousands of years in the past, when you got out of the time machine, it will be the present. Yes, you're bringing thousands it with of you. years into the future, it's a present moment. That's very interesting. You're bringing the present with you everywhere, no matter what it is. It's very interesting. Yeah. Despite what people say, um, the past is really, is not really there. It's a dream. It's gone. It's done. And the future, how much ever, whatever you're going to do, whatever is going to happen is not here. There's only now. But we do know how to sabotage the now. We are very good at sabotaging the now. <laughs> and uh, I, there's a great quote, I can't remember who said it, that my life, my life has been filled with tragedies, most of which never happened. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Isn't that true? Right. So that we think, oh, this could go wrong. This could go wrong. This could go wrong. And it wrecks our present. So here we are in the present moment. We're always in the present moment. I was reading about this before this episode, that the present moment apparently is 2.5 seconds, two and a half seconds, roughly. The two and a half seconds ish is a now experience as far as we're concerned. So here we are, there's one now and then another one. And we're kind of dealing with these little tiny little fractions of time again and again and again and again. And it keeps moving along. It's a very strange thing, right. isn't it? But no, we can increase though. We can increase that time. Time is elastic, you know? It Which is. Which comes to our first thing I wanted to share about is when we are in the awareness of being a soul, when I'm in the awareness, not just of being a soul, when I'm in the awareness of being an eternal, timeless soul, and any aspect of the soul, right? It's not, I'm, I'm a soul, I'm eternal, I'm timeless. There is no lifespan to me. The body has a life a lifespan, but the soul doesn't. And so when I'm in that awareness, and it doesn't matter what, I could say I'm a clean soul, I'm a happy soul, I'm whatever soul, right? But the baseline awareness is I'm a timeless soul, I'm an eternal soul. And when you are in that awareness, you can really stretch time. I've stretched time so many times. When I'm in that awareness, you can either fast forward time or you can you can uh, expand time and it feels that way right you can really feel like time is being fast forwarded or it feels like you're expanding it that's fascinating i've, I've had that experience i remember one time when i was in india i was there for five months and i had this picture of the soul the light it's just light on the floor and i used to sit on the floor and i had this little little timer that I could choose one minute, two minute, three minutes, and it would count down 
and then it would go off. And I, my intention was, let me just sit here for one minute, 59 seconds, 60 seconds, and just experience being consciousness, being a spiritual being, and that's it, just for one minute. So I'd press the button, and it would time, it would count down, you know, 59, 58, 57, and then, and what I noticed is when I got really deep into the experience, it felt to me like I, it was something had obviously gone wrong with the timer. Like it definitely wasn't a minute. So then I'd look at it and I think, did it? Did I not press the button? Did I press the wrong button? And it would be like 33 seconds or something. And I was like, what? how is that possible? And it seemed like it was three, four, five, six, even 10 minutes sometimes. I was like, I've gone into this other dimension beyond time it seemed like and then I would be brought back after that timer went off and other times I'd press the button and my mind would wander here and there and then it would beep almost immediately like what happened like the minute seemed like 10 seconds (laughs) and or it seemed like 10 minutes so I did that again and again and again and again for a number of weeks and it was absolutely bizarre how one minute can be completely different depending on our consciousness Yes, yes. You know, like, I don't mean to bring up gruesome things, but let's say someone is being murdered, right? Two minutes can be a very long time. Like someone is stabbing you or something. (laughs) Two minutes is a really long time. And you're having fun. Two minutes is a very short time. That's fascinating. But But what happens is, like what I've noticed, is the soul is actually you the soul, I the soul, and beyond time and beyond space. So we denote the soul as a point of light, as a being of light, because we are really beyond space. You can't say, oh, it's two feet wide, three feet deep, or whatever, right? That's why we say it's a point of light, because it's beyond space. It's beyond dimensions. Um, But you're light because you're in, you know, you are consciousness, so you're light. And so... Um, but also it's beyond time. So time, we are in the body and we come into time because we are in the body, because the soul is in the body, we come into time, Mm. but actually we are beyond time. And so the way we experience time when we become aware ourselves as soul can really be quite powerful. Like you can really stretch time and you can really condense time. You can do all of those things because you're you're powerful. You're a powerful soul and you're able to do those things. That's fascinating. I remember having a car crash once. Um, It wasn't like a really bad car crash. We were driving down a road in, in the dark. It was like a back road between two towns that you're not really supposed to go down. And we were going too fast. And the car went off the road into this field and I remember everything slowed down completely slowed down all of us experienced this where it went off the road and kind of went down this ditch and all of a sudden it was like like frames like the whole thing was went in slow-mo like a movie and then it sped back up again when it stopped so isn't that so that's fascinating isn't it that we can experience right right because you are very powerful you're very powerful and so because you're so powerful right and every one of us has the same amount of time like let's say now we are in the body you have 24 hours a day i have 24 hours a day everyone has 24 hours a day how you use that 24 hours a day and how much of those 24 hours a day you're in the present moment is so important because if you are in the past, right? If you're in the past, you know, worrying about the past or feeling guilty about the future, what's going to happen is you are shortchanging yourself. You're really sabotaging yourself. And so, um, that is something that you need to get a handle on this. Handle on not feeling guilty or worrying too much. Not feeling guilty about what happened, regrets about what happened, and worrying too much or thinking, oh, my best part of my life was over. I know a few people who do that, right? They talk, my best life was this and this. You know, I went on this vacation and that was so good. What about now? <laughs> What about now? That's very fascinating. The good old days, the good old days syndrome. Oh, <laughs> yes. You know, back Actually, in the good it's old the days. good present. It, yes, it should be good present moment. 
The good present moment, the good present moment, we need to change. We need to have a different mantra. We need to sing a different song. These are the good old days right now. In a, right now, this moment. The one thing you mentioned that was were very interesting is how much of our 24 hours, well, you know, while we're awake at least, are we in the now? That's, that's a good question for us all to ask. So if we're awake for like 16 hours a day or whatever it is, depending on how much sleep you get, how much of that time being awake are we actually here in the moment? And how much of it are we thinking about the past, about things that we should have done differently or wished were different or felt feel bad about? And how much are we, are we thinking about the future and worrying about the future? Our, you know, it, This is a good question, isn't it? Is it most of the time here or is it many, many hours? Some people, they might spend almost the entire time not being in the now. Right, and, and you we, know, worrying about what's going to happen or thinking about the past and, oh, I shouldn't have done this or that. Absolutely. You know, one of the things is um, I've, I've tried this, right? This whole being in the now has been my pet project for a very long time. And let's say I'm having a root canal. Uh, you feel, oh, I don't really want to be in the now because I'm having a root canal. And that's true for a lot of things we are doing physically, you know, physically. So the only way you can really enjoy, this is like the first secret, the only way you can really enjoy being in the now is to remember you're a timeless soul. That's the only way. And it doesn't matter whether you're having a root canal or someone is yelling at you, cutting you off and in traffic, whatever is going on, you will enjoy the present moment because you realize you're a beautiful, radiant, timeless soul. That's so beautiful. I actually remember having a root canal, which I shouldn't have got really because it's not ideal to have one. But um, I remember having it and I was very aware I'm a spiritual being and just letting go and it, it was actually I still think back on that with in a, in a way sort of fond memories it doesn't it doesn't like this terrible thing I've been to the dentist so I quite like going to the dentist um, but I probably wouldn't if I didn't have this perspective you know because it, it anything is easier to handle when we are aware that we're safe and we're at peace and we're watching it or like we're watching a movie. Right, right. So that's the first secret. Enjoy the present moment. Learn to be a beautiful, radiant, timeless soul that you are. Just come into that awareness. We, we already are. We just need to shift from being a physical being into a spiritual being, having a human experience. Sounds like it might be time for a simultaneous breath. Let's do it. Let's take a deep breath and hold that breath and slowly release that breath. Now take another deep breath in the awareness of being a soul breathing through the body. Hold that breath and hold the awareness of being a soul and release that breath in the awareness of the soul giving directions to the body to release that breath. Again, deep breath in awareness of soul. Hold it and release it. In this awareness, you can extend to I am a timeless soul. And as a timeless soul, I'm breathing through this body. And I'm exhaling through this body. Okay. Hmm. That's beautiful. So the first secret is be aware you're a spiritual being in the body, soul, consciousness, in the now. 
I remember Dadi Jenki, one of our wonderful spiritual teachers, she said something along the lines of keep your mind where your body is. I remember hearing this quote from her because she probably noticed a lot of people, they're, all, they're not here. That's a nice right. thing to keep in mind, you know. Oh, because that's being in the now, is being here. We can still be where we're spiritual beings, but we are in a body and we are here. And so that's that's a good question to ask. Is my mind where my body is? Am I Am I in the place that I'm at? In meditation, we can, of course, go beyond, but then we come back and we are here. And it's a, it's a wonderful life, isn't it, when we are actually present with what is. We can enjoy ourselves. Right, yes. You want to hear the second secret? Of course. <laughs> so the second secret is a lot of us, right, the reason why we are um, not being in the present moment is usually we have regrets or feeling guilty or feeling something about the past should be different. And also we are constantly having anxiety or worry about the future, either one, right, or both. And both of these are going on. And so we are not able to really focus on the present because we are either focused on the past or we are either focused on the future. And so one of the things I feel is to remember something here, very important, not only you are a spiritual being, but you're on a journey. So all of us agree, right? We are on a journey. Every one of us feels, yes, we are on a journey. Life is a journey. So let's take this journey and really look at this journey. So think of this journey as a plain journey, right? Your life as a plain journey. And to travel the best form of travel, right? That, like the first class form of travel on this plane journey is to travel without any baggage. Is without any baggage of the past or without any baggage of the future. That's the best form of travel in this journey of life. Otherwise, there's too much baggage going on in the soul and you're not able to be in the present. And the other very important aspect of this travel is that the pilot... The pilot is the supreme source of love and the supreme source of wisdom and truth, right? That's the pilot. The pilot, the, the, my journey, on my journey, I'm in a plane and the pilot is the supreme source of love and truth. And to trust the pilot. You know, one of the things I love about this country is in God we trust. And so really to trust the pilot to trust the Supreme Source, to trust God, however higher power, however you want to do this, right? To really trust it. Because when we trust the pilot and when we have the intention that I need to travel first class and all of us can travel first class irrespective of how much money we have or not. So I need to travel first class on this journey and the pilot is, um, in, is the Supreme Source and I trust the pilot. That is when, when I have that kind of intention, I'm able to allow the past to be in the past and the future isn't here. So I'm able to, I'm allowing the past to be in the past. I'm allowing not to get stressed out by the future and I, I'm allowing myself to be in the present moment. So that is a very important secret. Trust in the pilot, trust in the supreme source. Trust in the source of love and truth. Hmm. That's so beautiful. And there's an expression from the Supreme Source that the, the past is good, the present is better, and the future is best. So, right. Because we need a way of contextualizing this. You know, it could be all oh, the past were the good old days, and the future is scary days, and the present, you know. But if you think past is good, even just saying this to yourself, the past was good present's better, the future is the best, then how does it feel to think that way, to feel that? Good, better, That is the, the third secret, isn't it? What is the third secret? Good, better, best? That is the third secret. Good, better, best. <laughs> is good, better, best, right? I was thinking about that. You know, I was really thinking, like if you go into 
every situation, right? Thinking, yes, there is benefit in every situation. Mm-hmm. There's benefit in every situation. It doesn't matter what's happening. There's benefit in every situation. Am I fooling myself? Right? Am I just saying this to myself? Or is it really true there's benefit in every situation? And I realized why it works. Why it works. First, it works because it's the truth. Because think about it. Everything that you thought in the past, right, that you wanted and you didn't get, weren't you happy you didn't get it? And everything you thought, oh, it shouldn't have happened, I'm so upset it happened, now that it has happened, aren't you happy it happened? So, um, you know, like we, like we were sharing in another podcast, right, we have an impact bias, we have a bias against, we overestimate the intensity of like particular events on our psyche, right? We think, oh, I'm going to feel so bad and oh, this shouldn't end and I'll feel so horrible. No, it doesn't work that way. Like if you just have this mindset that yes, whatever has happened in the past is wonderful. Whatever is happening in the present is great. Whatever is going to happen in the future is even better. If there is that mindset going on, what I've noticed is actually it works out like that. There's a secret. You know why it works out like that? Because you transform. With that awareness, you transform. And the universe always responds to self-transformation. The world transforms when you transform. And with that awareness, because you transform, then the world around you, the situations around you transform. And transformation happens in an instant, doesn't it? In the now. In the now, yes. Sometimes it takes time. But yes, it could happen in an instant. When it does happen, it happens. I think it happens in many little instances, isn't it? We say to ourselves, if you look back on any, any of us, look back on our life when we've made a shift we've something's happened and we said okay that's it i'm going to do this i'm going to do this right with determination and enthusiasm and dedication and then it's like raising up into a higher level of being all of a sudden just like that it doesn't mean it doesn't come back down again (laughs) it might come back down again like later on in the day but that that shift pulled us up to a different level and then we do it again and we do it again and we do it again in the now and over time, we end up becoming completely different people because of those little instances again and again and again and again. Right. And if we are in the past or dwelling in the past or wondering, oh, why did that happen? Or thinking, oh, this shouldn't happen or we, this should happen in the future. If you're thinking of all of that, then we're really shortchanging ourselves with even transformation, right? Only if you're really in the present moment can you transform. You know, the past, I think it's really important to enjoy the now. We have to deal with this past and future issue very, very clearly. Otherwise, it's going to keep coming. You know, we asked at the beginning of this session, how much time do we spend in the past and in the future? It's hard to calculate it, but I'm sure it's quite a lot if you add it all up. And... Do you really believe that everything that happened in the past was good? You know, like it, it's something to think about. And initially what I've noticed is that say I made a mistake or something bad happened or something I don't like happened. In that moment, I might say to myself, this is terrible. <laughs> Why did this happen? Oh my God, this is so awful, right? That might be my response initially. But as as time goes on and I get distance and space from that event then I, there comes a certain point where we look back and we say, you know what, that had to happen because all of these other things came out of that that wouldn't have happened if that hadn't happened, right? And I feel that one of the biggest practices for us to develop is trying to find the hidden secret, hidden benefit as quickly as possible. If we can get it immediately, we would have much less sorrow and be able to move forward much quicker. But it might not come immediately. But just to say, what's the benefit here? What can I take from this? There must be some lesson and start looking for it because then that helps to heal the past and helps us to detach from it. Otherwise, it's going to pull us. There has to be a trust, right? Mm -hmm. There has to be a trust. A trust that it is going to work out. Like you have to trust it. 
just like with your heart, you have to say, yes, this is going to be okay. And however bad it is, whatever is going on, you just have to trust. And I feel this trust, right? This trust can happen in a moment. Trust something. Trust God. Trust that the past, whatever has happened in the past is wonderful. It's okay. You know, it's a good thing that it happened. Just trust it. And you will see that when you trust something, that, that your trust will transform the situation. So we need to have that conviction, nishjay, the Sanskrit word, that we know, we have faith, we have certainty that this is good and it's going to work out and everything's going to be great. The past is, is good. And the other thing is the future. There's a nice quote, I think, um, I'm not sure who said this, but instead of thinking about nightmare scenarios happening, oh God, it's going to be so awful, to think to ourselves, what if everything works out great? That that just changes the mindset, doesn't it? Because normally the, the future worry is basically what if it doesn't work out? What if everything falls to pieces? We did a session about this where I was talking about when I had a bit of a meltdown. And the main reason that happened, you have to watch the episode to find out more about it, but um, the main reason that happened is I was thinking about nightmare scenarios. Like what if it doesn't work out? What if all these awful things happen? That way of thinking about the future destroys our joy in the present moment and it cripples us as well. So we can think, what if it does work out? What if it works out really, 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 really well? What, in, what if everything turns out to be perfect? What if it's better than I can imagine, right? Then, then that sort of opens up the, the mind and the heart to happy feelings and to inspiration rather than to terror. If we don't deal with this stuff, then we are going to be trapped. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. We need to deal with it. So the third secret really is, I feel like what you were saying, like to encapsulate the third secret is if we trust that everything that has happened in the past is really good and ask ourselves the question, what if what's going to happen in the future is wonderful, right? Just to see things happening in the future as wonderful, then we really are able to stay in the present moment. Otherwise, it keeps our mind keeps pulling us either to the past or to the future. And so if you don't want your mind to pull, pull you, then like Michael was saying, that you have to feel that, yes, everything is going to work out fine in the future, and whatever has happened in the past is great. Trust that whatever has happened in the past is great. Trust and just keep thinking everything that's going to happen in the future is going to be wonderful. And then you can stay in the present moment. Then you're not sacrificing the present for the future or the past. And I think the other thing connected to that is that when we take advantage of the present moment and we do high inspirational things that are actually going to move us forward in the now, then we are directly creating the future in a good way, aren't we? Because we are doing the things that are causing a shift in the future. So we, we can relax more and more about the future events when our present is better. You know, so for example, if I want to have better health, if I start eating better and doing more exercise and having some sort of health program today, right now, then I'm setting myself up for a happy future. And then I can much more easily think, oh, what if everything works out great? But um, if I'm eating tons and tons of ice cream all day long and pizzas and <laughs> not doing anything else except watching YouTube and eating more and more pizza, <laughs> then I can still think to myself, oh, everything's going to be fine. But on a deeper level, it probably won't be, and I know it won't be. So I, so a lot of it is how can we align our present experience right here today so that we are engaging in the activities and the thoughts that will change our future, our future self. And to have that love for our future self. Last night, I put the kettle on. I have tea every morning, right? And I decided last night to fill the kettle up before I went to bed, right? So that I could wake up and just press the button rather than filling it up. I, I don't know why I did it. And this morning, 
my future self woke up and the kettle was already done. So my past self did something for my future self, right? Something really basic. And I just pressed the button because it was already filled up. This is what we're doing all the time, isn't it? What we do in the present moment is affecting our future self, right? So right. so the more we do loving things towards our future self, the more we can really have on a, on a deeper level that, that love and inspiration for our future self and, and not worry about it. Right, right. That's a good point, is to do something wonderful for yourself so you know your future is going to be okay. Yeah, like it might be eating, buying better food, so when you open the fridge, your future self has better options in the fridge, or um, doing certain projects that so your future self benefits from having those already been done, you know. So th this is this is another way of being in the now, is think, how can I benefit my future self? It actually makes us more present with what is and it can it connects the magic the magic of the now because it doesn't just make us feel good now it has this this spillover effect that's going to make our future now blessed as well there are two different types of time um chronos and kairos is that what they're called in greek chronos mm -hmm. and kairos yes. yeah you want to talk a little bit about that chronos Time is just chronological, right? That's where the word it comes from. And actually, there are two Greek gods. And so, Kronos time is just time that you can measure. That time that you can say, okay, five minutes, you know, in five minutes, okay, this episode is 50 minutes long or whatever, right? So, there is a chronological order of the episode, and then you can really measure this. And kairos is like the qualitative time. Like the Greeks have two kinds of time and the kairos is a qualitative time. And the qualitative time is depending on what you do. Like in meditation, right, you have qualitative time because it's slow and peaceful and even and you're enjoying the moment. You're doing all of that in meditation and so it's a qualitative time. You're, the quality of the time is very different. So that's Kairos time. And many of us actually crave Kairos time. How much ever we are in social media and pressing buttons and really getting involved and all of those things, really the soul craves Kairos time, the slow, even pace of time. It's a different experience of the now, isn't it? It's an expanded, infinite now, in a way. The, the now is coming from, from within us rather than being forced on us from the outside with all these appointments and notifications and deadlines and all these things. I mean, it's, it's still possible yeah, yeah. to have that with, with things to be done. But if I'm driving down to, let's say, going on a road trip or something, and I'm just being aware of what is, it's like a very timeless experience of spaciousness. Or if I'm writing a book, or I'm just being with what is, it's a completely different feeling than when I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do next? And I'm going to checking this and checking that and checking this and feeling like I'm behind and running around. It's completely different. I've noticed that Chronos uh, uh, time, right, can be very tyrannical, right? If you give in to time, like you're not able to get a handle on it. But if you really understand Kairos time, like if you're taking moments in your day and really making it Kairos time, then Kronos time doesn't take over your life. Like I've noticed that people who don't understand Kairos time and just do Kronos time, that they are just worried about the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, instead of just sitting and enjoying moments. Um, that I've noticed they're perpetually late, you know, they, they never things, they never do things on time because it's always the next thing, the next thing. They are not able to get a handle on time. Yes. And Kairos time is the one where it really helps you feel that, yes, I have a handle on time and I'm going to enjoy this and I'm going to whatever little things you're doing, right, to really be in the moment and enjoy them. It's little things, isn't it? Like sitting in the sun reading a book it sounds so simple many of the people i work with over the years in my company 
as a coach, they've said things, I say to them, what would you like in your life? What, what, you know, in your ideal day, and this is a practice I often tell people, think about your ideal day, what would you be doing in the morning, in the afternoon? Like, you know, imagine you had to have like the same week over and over again. What sort of week would you like to have? And they write down all these things. And it's stuff like sitting in the sun, reading a book. Like the amount of people who tell me that they'd love, like love, 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 love to read a book. I'm like, look, <laughs> what do you mean? You've got like 168 hours in a week. How come you can't spend an hour reading a book? I mean, seriously. Uh, oh, because, because of all these appointments. I'll give an example of, of this, this um, ty- tyrannical time. This morning, I was supposed to have a meeting with one of my team. And I was like, I don't really need to have this meeting. So I, I could have had it anyway, just because it was in the calendar. But I decided to cancel it because I didn't need to talk to this person and she didn't need to talk to me either. So what's the point in having the meeting just because it's in the calendar? So that that's an example of being in the now. In the now, there's no need to do these extra things. There's actually no point to it because in the now, there's something better to be done, right? Whereas if we're in this tyrannical Kronos time, then we are trapped in schedules which may or may not actually have any relevance anymore. That That's a really awful and a dark way of living. It's really, that's not a life. That's, um, that's a bondage. That's a trap right there. <laughs> oh, there's so many bondages, right? So many bondages. Um, one of the things that I always feel about um, us as human beings is we are not taking, it's we are hydroplaning. You know what hydroplaning is? No. 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 <laughs> hydroplaning. Something about flying, yeah? Something about face. flying? Flying, flying <laughs> without, the, without the engines on? Is that what it means? No, no, no. Hydroplaning is... Um, when the car, right, if it's water or oil or something, it just skids. Oh, right, 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 yeah. No, I don't right, know. there's no traction, there's no friction that can, you, you don't have control of it. Like You're with just ice, hydroplaning. on ice or snow, huh? snow and ice. Ice or water oh, or yeah, snow no, or something, you're just yeah. kidding. You're scary. just kidding, right? Yeah. That's what's happening to us, is many of us are just hydroplaning through life. We just, like, going so fast we don't have control over it we don't have control over our lives and um and we're just in bondage and all it takes is just calm down <laughs> like take some time off what is more important than you what is more important nothing you know when people say oh, i want more money i want more freedom what are you going to do with it this is what you're going to do with it is you're going to sit down and relax and take a time and take a moment to yourself. And so these are the things, and especially meditation, you just take a few moments and just relax and be in the now, right? This is so important. You really feel so different. Your life is different. Mm. You know, that's something that I try and do, of course, every day. But once a week on a Thursday, I've made Thursday a special day where I try not to do anything at all. Not not that I'm doing nothing on purpose, but I'm like, okay, I'm just going to stop and be with what is and just notice what happens. Because if I don't, didn't do that, then I don't get these insights and I don't kind of catch up with myself. Because so many things happen in a week that if we don't catch up with ourselves, then we're always skidding around all over the place hydroplaning on the ice and I know what that's like because I've been skiing um, when it's icy and snowy and you know he's driving down the mountain and it's really dangerous actually if that happens so if we don't stop and just tune into what's going on and what's coming up in my mind and in my heart and my life and what's happening here and take some space from all of it then we are just trapped in this tyrannical tyrannical way of living and it's very hard to be in the now if that's going on again and again and again and most people haven't even done this for right. years and even if they go on vacation they get sick 
and they or they pack <laughs> the time pack 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 everything packed up and then they come back and it just goes on and on and on so no wonder there's so many mental health problems nowadays i think a lot of mental health okay. stuff could be resolved if people had more time to get on the land put their feet on the ground to take time off to think for themselves it would really heal a lot of these issues yes so one last secret secrets one last secret one last secret is um, that to radically accept people radically accept people and I, this really works for me, right? This method really works for me. You know, Shakespeare said, right, all the world's a stage, all of them are actors. So just think of people as actors, right? Everyone in your life is an actor. Just think of them like that. And it really helps because if transformation happens, why not, right? Think of them as actors and then think of them that they have a pre-recorded script, that they have a pre-recorded script that they are following. Even if you tell them, hey, put this thing this way and they're putting it that way, they're putting it that way because of their pre-recorded script, not because you told them, right? You have to remember this. And so you have to keep reminding yourself again and again, okay, they are actors, they have their own script, they are doing their thing, I don't have control over them, and I radically accept the script of everyone. Like I'm watching like I'm watching a movie. Let's say I'm watching Avatar, right? I'm not saying, hey, but why did they do this? And instead of this, they should have done this and this and this. No, you're just watching it. You're enjoying it, though I didn't enjoy it, uh, the second one. Um, and so you're just like sitting and just watching it, right? And so you have to be like that. You have to watch life, your own life, as a movie and everyone in your life as actors and that you don't have any control over anyone and you radically accept, radically accept. That is a secret really. If you radically accept for people, whoever, whatever they're doing, then you can be in the now. Why not? Now is the best gift that we can give ourselves, right? Because we are really not self-sabotaging. We are not wasting our time. We're not thinking about the past. We're not thinking about the future. This is it. This is it. And so when this is it, that you are, when you radically accept everything that is going on, every situation that's going on, everyone that is involved, and you think, no, no, they should do this or that, you're not thinking of any of those things, then you are giving yourself a gift. That's so beautiful. It's so actually, give yourself the gift. It's actually fun, isn't it? That the more detached we are and accept everything, it, it takes the sting out of all of this stuff, you know? It really does. And it's like, oh, it's like being in a magical place where you're watching with a sense of humor at everything happening. Because, I mean, the, the two options are, one is you don't accept everything, right? And what does that lead to? It leads to stress and worry and potentially paranoia and all kinds of negative things and anger and everything else, hopelessness. Or we can accept it completely, everyone, and say, okay, it is what right. it is. And, but we did another episode on this, the doormat's guide to um, get what you want, which doesn't mean you just put up with all this stuff and go along with it. You might have to change things and change your life and whatever else, but we're accepting that people are the way they are because they are the way they are anyway even if i don't accept them they're still the way they are i mean what's the point in us arguing with the movie really it's, it's completely ridiculous yeah no and also you really give yourself a gift when you radically accept right there shouldn't be any buts there shouldn't be any buts oh i'll accept them but this and but that and no but this really happened and but that should happen no 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 you should radically accept radically accept and you will really see try it Try it for a week. Try moving into every situation, every interaction, every person you meet and just think, I radically accept them. I don't want them to change. I don't have any opinions of what they're saying, what they're doing. I'm just watching as a detached observer. I'm just radically accepting. You will see amazing results. 
You're really giving yourself a gift when you do this. You recently had a big event at the center, right? And you were practicing this. You want to share your experience? Because there's loads of people came. Shereen was telling me about this. Loads of people coming, different people making food. Everyone has to be fed. Everything has to be right. There's all these different things have to be done first. And there's loads of stuff happening. And Shereen had a cold on top of it all. And what did you do? You did something like this then. What was your experience? Just radically accept. I enjoyed it so much. There was such lightness. <laughs> there was really so much lightness, right? So much lightness. Like you, we, there was so much going on, but there was no, there was really enjoyment. I really enjoyed it. And I really feel that's so important for enjoying the present moment is, um, you know, like I really, we really prepared for this visit, right? Moini Didi, our uh, head of the Brahma Kumaris, she was coming and, um, you know, there was a lot of people coming and, you know, I was so excited about her coming and we really wanted her to come for six years and she was coming after six years. And so um, we, we prepared for it, right? And I realized that if I don't accept, if I have preconceived notions of how things should work, then all this preparation all this thing that I'm so looking forward to, I'm going to waste it. And I, I feel it's like little children, right? Like one moment they're fine, they're playing, and the next moment they're crying. Is why? <laughs> I don't want to be that little child. Like, oh, one moment everything is good, oh, this, and then suddenly someone does something, and then mentally I'm crying. Oh, they should have done this way and not this way now. So, no. Whatever is, is. Just accept what is. And I really, I felt I got the maximum enjoyment out of that. And many people noticed it, right? Because they sent me emails, or not to me, someone else saying, it was so wonderful to see Shireen enjoying herself so much. And to be light and easy, right? Light and easy. Yeah, I mean, this is, this, this is that, like the essence of the whole thing we're talking about, is enjoy by accepting everything in the moment. Because if you hadn't done that, you probably, what would have happened? If you'd been like, why? I would have been so concerned about, oh, this and that, and why this one did and that one did, and have many thoughts and many waste thoughts and useless thoughts, you know? But if I'm looking forward to something, right? I'm really looking forward to something. We were really looking forward to this. Then I shouldn't sabotage myself. Like people go on vacation and what do they do? You know, like in my in our previous place, I used to live, we used to live very close to this very hi-fi shopping center and with lots of wonderful restaurants, very expensive restaurants, right? And people used to, like it was a deal for them to come to that restaurant. It's an expensive restaurant. You're with your loved ones in this expensive restaurant paying a lot of money, you took time off, and you're sitting there. And I used to walk past, guess what I used to say? Every single one at the table looking at their phones. Not looking at each other, looking at their phones. I'm thinking, why are you here? Why are you sabotaging your time like this? Because you obviously look forward to this, you're paying for this, why? Exactly. I mean, I saw an extreme version of that in Hawaii, and I see it here a little bit less in Sedona. People actually go on hikes around here, which is nice. But they so Hawaii is a very expensive place to go to, right? The plane ticket's a lot of money. The, the hotels are really expensive. Renting a car is absurdly expensive. So, like, the whole package is going to cost thousands and thousands of dollars. So they all excited about it, planned it out for the whole year, Right, oh Hawaii, 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 oh Kauai, it's gonna be so great, yay! And then they finally get to the beach, and you see them showing up with their deck chairs, and they're already really white because you know they haven't been in the sun hardly, and <laughs> and they're sitting there pale, pale as ever, and they're like, oh wow, look the beach, the beach, the beach, and they put their deck chairs down and get everything ready, and then they take a photograph of the ocean, and then they pick up their phone, <laughs> just. It is scrolling, you know, social media or getting back to people on emails. I don't know what they're doing, right? I used to take photographs of people looking at their phone just for my own amusement. So they've, because this is a lot of money, right? And taking so much time. So this is kind of yes. what we're talking about. Like being, yeah. the present moment has to be enjoyed in the present moment. 
especially you really were looking forward to this, right? You were looking forward to the vacation. You're looking forward to going out to dinner. Why are you sabotaging yourself? Yeah. Well, I suppose what it comes down to is, is if we don't have the practice of enjoying being alive, then we just don't, it doesn't matter where we are, we're bringing that habit with us, aren't we? So it's almost like if we can't do it now, then it doesn't matter where we are, it it's it will bring all our our usual junk about the past and the future and being distracted. We'll just lug that. That's all the baggage we bring around with us. So it doesn't make any difference where we are. We're just we're with ourselves. So this has to be practiced now. <laughs> if I can enjoy being alive now, then I can enjoy being alive in the next now and the next now. And one thing I wanted to mention actually is that if you look at any garment, if any clothes that you have, right. This, the, the way it's put together is lots of little pieces all next to each other. And I remember when I started doing meditation, I was looking at a shawl I was wearing, and I was like, oh, this this is connected to this, and this is connected to this. Because I was thinking, how can I be in a high state of consciousness all day long? And I thought, this is really hard. But I thought, if I just focus on this one now, being happy... <laughs> and in a higher state of consciousness that then naturally connects to the next now which then connects to the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one and we don't have to worry about all the other ones in the future it's just this one and i felt that really took the pressure off everything because instead of thinking i have to be in this space all the time and do all these things you don't have to it's just two and a half seconds or one second one moment and then another one naturally comes, and then another one, and then another one. So it's it's actually easy. If I said to you, can you be happier than you are just for one second? We can say, sure. You know, it's not a big deal, just one second. Can you be aware that you're a spiritual being just for one second? And we say, all right, great. But then that becomes another second, and then another second. And it gradually increases over time as things move along in the, the eternal now. So that's another secret just to be aware of, that you only have to do these these things that will bring you happiness for one second at a time. And that takes enormous amount of pressure off. That's it. Those are the secrets. So now you have it. Thank you, Shireen, for your wonderful presence. Thank you, Michael. Yay. You want to read us a blessing? A blessing, blessing, blessing. blessing. Oh, yes. So blessing for all of you to be in the now. Obedience. So obedience to following the secrets, right? Obedience. By living in harmony with the principles of pure love, your life has found its rightful path. Because you're obedient to truth, your life is transformed into a joyful dance reflecting the pure love you embody. Shanti. Let's see the book. This is the Blessings book, God's Blessings for You. It's a wonderful book of blessings, affirmations. And I want to thank you, Shireen, for making time for this podcast. Shireen is currently in the process of going traveling and having to book tickets and, and thinking about future events. And um, so it's a wonderful thing to be in the now, despite all of these different changes. And this is what life's full of, isn't it? Bizarre things happening that we're not sure quite how they're going to work out. But here we are. So this is it. Lots of love. Talk to you soon.